You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. This is Sister Lavina Francis Pamet. I am the host for Dare to Love show. Uh, Dare to Love is um, on every month on the first Thursday. And we are on through WNDC 750 uh, AM radio. And Dare to Love is a program that cultivates vocation awareness in the Archdiocese of Chicago through our discussion of topics related to vocation discernment and promotion and also the different charisms, ministries, mission of different consecrated life groups. And today we have a special guest. Her name is Sister Stephanie Baliga, who is with the Franciscans of the Eucharist of Chicago. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Good morning. Oh, and you can see me. It's good to, good to be with you today. And I can see you on the, on the monitor, and I know usually you're, you're very busy in the mornings. And uh, when, when we last spoke, I think, or kind of texted and communicated, uh, I, I would have to say that I, it, it, you know, I put the title and the theme for, for this show as Running for the Lord, because I, at first I thought maybe I should put the title as Keeping Up with Sister Stephanie. But you are quite the runner, sister, but um, it's good to have you here. And first of all, um, for people that may not be familiar with the Franciscans of the Eucharist and Sister Stephanie, why don't you go ahead and maybe give us a a brief introduction um, for yourself, um, the Franciscans of the Eucharist of Chicago, um, and then maybe a little bit of your vocation story just to kind of set the background, huh? Sure. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, I'm part of a community called the Franciscans of the Eucharist of Chicago. We're a relatively new community. We were founded in 2010. We were founded in 2010 by now Bishop Bob Lombardo, who is the current Bishop of Vicariate Three. Um, he founded us when he was just Bishop, but just Father Bob. So now he's Bishop Bob, but there you go. Um, and so we uh, were founded um, to work with the poor, um, to begin and maintain sites of perpetual adoration, as well as to to do evangelization work, which mostly takes place in the form of teaching in poor Catholic schools. Although we do a lot of work such as retreats, um, having service groups here, talks, other things at parishes that we do as well. Also our, oh my gosh, it's an amazing picture. Um, Oh, we, we, um, 
we do a lot of our evangelization work through our work with the poor, both to the poor directly, as well as the volunteers that come to help us who are come from all over the country um, to help us as well. That's great. And then, so how did you first meet the this group? Or I, I think even before this, this group was named, you might have been one of the, the first few that joined Father Bob, right? Uh, yeah, I wasn't the first, but I was one of the first uh, of the one of the first groups. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I went to University of Illinois, where I which I went to be to run uh, cross country and track because mm-hmm. um, at the time the team was very very good, and I, they're good again now. They've made a comeback. So um, we and so I went to U of I to uh, run cross country track um, and ended up uh, breaking my foot my sophomore year in college, which led me to reevaluate all of my life priorities. Um, which eventually led me to discern religious life. And um, I found um, our community from a priest at University of Illinois, told, knew Sister Alicia, who was one of the original uh, people here. And he um, told me, hey, there's this new Franciscan group that's being founded in Chicago. You should check it out because I was pretty positive that I was called to be a Franciscan. Um, so I came up right away after that and ended up joining after I graduated from U of I. That's right. And of course, uh, Sister uh, Alicia is also has earned that. Um, she's, she's also become famous because of Chopped. And, and actually, even before she was famous, I, I know I, I remember uh, meeting her as well, but um, it, it's such a, a great to, uh, community to follow. And now with Sister Stephanie, uh, we, we get if you have not signed up for their volunteer uh, distribution list, um, Sister Stephanie is now the one that kind of puts out a, a message. We need your help. You know, we need to uh, help people move stuff or um, set up the, uh, um, the food pantry or you know, just all sorts of things for uh, here in Chicago. So maybe the next thing that um, would be good is maybe about some of your your mission. Well, of course, you know, working with the poor, which is part of that um, Franciscan mission as well of of being with and engaging with and working with and for the poor. Can you tell us a little bit more of what things and events you are doing right now in terms of serving the poor? Yeah, so um, our outreach to the poor is at a location called Mission of Our Lady of the Angels. Um, currently, we serve about 3,000 families a month with food, clothing, and household goods, as well as other ne- necessities such as toiletries and diapers and baby formula. Um, we do that. We are So there, yeah, there's a picture of our pantry. Our food pantry during COVID, we are serving up to 4,700 families a month. We are still in the, we are still in the process of moving out of COVID. Um, because a, lot, a significant portion of our neighborhood is unvaccinated. So we've been taking um, a lot of precaution and going slower than maybe everybody else reopening buildings and reopening uh, programming that has closer contact. So our, our food pantry just did go back inside a few weeks ago. So our food pantry is now back inside after being um, inside for a year and a half. Um, and we're starting to restart our other programming, which includes uh, programs for senior citizens as well as programs for families where families come together to pray with us. And then they, we have a meal, hot meal together. Call, we call that our community dinner program, as well as we partner with the YMCA to run after school and evening programs for the youth in the neighborhood, which did still occur during COVID. It was, we were a CPS remote learning site, but it's returning to its normal state this year with uh, regular after school and evening programs and sports. So we're kind of in a transition out of COVID. Um, and our, our main thing, during COVID and as we move out has, has been this really, really, really large food pantry. 
you've really done so much for the community and and the church at large. And you also collaborate, not just collaborate with uh, the different agencies, but you really have been uh, a model and kind of like a, a good, um, I guess, center point and uh, point congregation in terms of allowing other communities or congregations rather uh, and whoever can sign up as, as volunteer um, through working with you or collaborating with you. Uh, and other than than that, you also, I know um, I got an invitation uh, calling Franciscans to celebrate because October 3rd, in, going into October 4th, the Feast of St. Francis would be the transitus, which is uh, a celebration of gathering together and remembering uh, that most important part of Franciscan life. So can you tell Are me you more? Are you coming, sister? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, but we'll 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 see. It, um, uh, okay. There are some. There's always you know life is in transition. But I I have gone in the in the past, and it wasn't a transitus per se. But because I know this is a Saint Itis, I think. But some yeah. of the other things that have happened at Mission OLA, and that's why I always say you know I I have this. Um, passion for following this this uh, new community it's still new it's only several years old and I'm not even sure um, if you are uh, officially papal yet or not but that's get, getting technical no, we're not even we're not even yeah we're a public association of the faithful we're not even a religious right. congregation in the yeah. that, that's kind of like getting uh, <laughs> very so. technical but well for me I think what I love about your community is that you know, whether, you know, you're just going through it. And then, of course, you have to go through red tape and, you know, getting official um, titles and things like that. But right now, the important thing is you are living the life. So let's talk about, like, what would be your day like? Because you don't just work, 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 work for the sake of doing that. It's really for the sake of the mission. So, but prayer is very important in your community. Um, and being Franciscan, that is like the focal point. So can you can you maybe give us an idea how how does that look like? Yeah, um, so we um, our day revolves around the Eucharist. So we um, begin our day with morning prayer and mass, um, and then we have a work period in the morning uh, because we live off divine providence as well as serve the poor. Our day is very variable. A lot of communities would have a more set hours schedule during the day, which we don't have because our schedule is so variable due to the, we don't know when things are coming and we don't know when people are coming to receive things. So, um, and then we, we pray a Eucharistic Holy Hour together at 5 p.m. Um, and then we have, uh, we always have, we have as many meals together as possible as, our, as a way to build our community up um, and frequently are able to invite others to be part of that. Um, and um, we also spend time to pray on our own um, in various capacities. Um, we spend time in silent prayer outside. We are in the Capuchin tradition, which means that we um, are focused on contemplative prayer, potentially more than other branches of the Franciscans. So we spend a lot of time doing silent spiritual reading as well as doing silent contemplative prayer. And that is, I think, something new for me. I myself am a, a Franciscan. I'm with the Franciscan Sisters Sacred Heart. And it's considered a third order regular, which is a little different. Again, I'm being technical, but some people are always asking me, it's like, what are the difference? And, and, and things like that. And so really, you're off of Capuchins, which is, you know, with the Order of Friars Minor, there's the Order of Friars Minor Capuchins. And, um, and 
but you are a community of both men and women. And so right now you have uh, a brother, I believe, that is part of yeah. the Franciscan the Eucharist of Chicago. Yeah, I mean, so we're in the Capuchin tradition. We can't be Capuchins because the women are right. women. So we are also, also a third order, but we live in the Capuchin tradition. So our prayer life mirrors of Capuchin community. Um, and um, yes, but we are a parallel community of men and women. Right now we have Brother Matt, who is currently in the men's community, as well as eight sisters who are in the women's community. Right. And so uh, in terms of, so like just just a quick explanation, uh, I, I can't really uh, expound on it, but people can probably uh, look look it up um, online. But so there's the, the friars, uh, the Franciscan friars, and then there's the what is considered like a second order, the poor clares, um, and they are are the ones that are, um, you know, contemplative order. And then the third orders are you, well, there's the secular Franciscans, um, which are also third order Franciscans. And then there's um, like my kind of, um, of, of Franciscan third order regulars. We do live in community and we do uh, um, make the uh, vows uh, for consecrated life. Um, and, but you are pretty unique and I'm We're still learning. We're also the same. We are also the same. Okay. So we are also a third order community. We just, okay. our prayer life and a lot of our community life mirrors the life of the Capuchins who are first order, but we are third order. Gotcha. It's super technical and kind of not um, super important, but <laughs> that's kind of, it's our actual status. So we're um, all yeah. learning. Yeah. Like that, that yeah, one exactly. joke is like, only God knows how many Franciscans there are. Truly. Right. <laughs> we don't we know. We make ourselves so confusing. You have no idea what we're actually doing. <laughs> no, yeah, so. I know. Uh, we, we, uh, you know, human beings just like to categorize things, but it's like, you know, it's all good. We're all, we're all, um, uh, under the one well, banner the of Christ. That's the, that's the most, that's what St. Francis wanted the whole world to be. So that's right. sister. Go. Okay. <laughs> wonderful. So, um, actually, we're past they've been trying to say we need a break we need a break but uh sister stephanie has oh. so many things to share with us we'll take a break and then we'll come back we'll talk about that world record that you set okay so don't touch the dial come back please Have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. I feel special. <laughs> 
I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. What tomorrow brings Give me the grace to love And to be faithful To be more like you back. This is Sister Lavina, your host for Dare to Love. And our guest today is Sister Stephanie Baliga with the Franciscans of the Eucharist of Chicago. Now, Sister Stephanie, I have been looking you up, uh, trying to look for photos, and little did I know, I should have known that there's plenty of you being covered because you are world famous for breaking a record. But first of all, let me read this. One fun fact about Sister Stephanie. She says, I run faster than tow trucks, street sweepers, and slow bikers. In the winter, I wear a chicken hat while running, which I have worn on almost every winter training running since the age of nine. And also that um, you have set a world record for, for running. Um, tell, tell me more about that. And I think we, we even have a, a video of that so somewhere. So here's the key moment. You gotta find if you want to be a world record holder, you find a record that no one's ever done before. Because then, if you finish, you're the world record holder. You know how well that works. <laughs> That's what it did. So I found Yay. the record that no one ever done by accident. Um, I had found. I decided I was gonna run a marathon on a treadmill because uh, the Chicago Marathon in 2020. One, or 2020, 2020 was canceled. So 2021 is not canceled, thank God. So 2020 was canceled. So I decided to run a marathon on a treadmill to raise money because we have a fundraiser through the Chicago Marathon every year that's extremely um, important to our work. So um, I ran that marathon on a treadmill. I promised to do that before I found out that there was no uh, woman who had ever recorded a time on a treadmill marathon. Uh -huh. So I did it. And then someone broke it two weeks later because I ran really slow. Oh, uh... so but you were still on record. Sure did. <laughs> Held the whole world record for two weeks. Great. Oh, my goodness. And I know that before that, um, you have been and we have been promoting your um, your Chicago Marathon Team OLA. And we do have uh, the Team OLA website um, at, at the end of this show um, that's going to be posted. But... Tell us more about what your plan, when that's going to happen, what's the strategy, and if you want to invite people. Um, the 2021 Bank of America Chicago Marathon is on. It's on October 10th. Uh, registration is closed, but that we are raising money um, at this point. So we have 105 runners running the Chicago Marathon to support Mission to Lady of Angels. We'd be extremely grateful for any donations this year as all donations are going to help us restart our programming after COVID, as well as to help us finish the uh, renovating the former school building at Our Lady of the Angels to be our new outreach center. We already raised $100,000 and we're looking to raise $150,000 more by the end of October. We'd be extremely grateful for anyone's help. Uh, missionola.com backslash marathon.html 
uh, again, donate, can you yeah, say that again? Missionola.com backslash marathon.html. Okay. For, be super grateful for any donations. As well as registration for the 2022 Bank of America Chicago Marathon opens on October 11th. I would be super excited and grateful to welcome anyone to join us to run the Chicago Marathon in 2022. Also visit that same website, missionola.com backslash marathon.html. I have guaranteed entries to the race, which means that you get to skip the drawing, which is an annoying process that you don't want to do because you want to run with our team because we're super cool. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, uh, I have a confession to make, and I'm, I can't believe I'm doing this. But, I mean, it's, it's not like a competition or anything. But uh, I guess I have homework to do to um, help support and promote your uh, Team OLA. But I have to say, because the Taller de Jose got to me first. And so I supported them first. But it's not a competition. We're all doing good work. But once I realized, like, is this the same one that Sister Stephanie's running? I'd better check it out. So I just found that out. But I promise you, this is the first way for us to, uh, of course, promote it. But I will be promoting it. Um, your team OLA from now on, I promise. So um, and the other thing also is, I, I think I would like to feature a little bit more, talk to us about more. You've been doing this for years, all the renovation you've been doing um, uh, with, at Mission OLA, like the retreat center, the, um, the schools, the rooms, the buildings. Um, can you tell us and describe what's going on and can you update us on what's the latest so far and what may be in, an invitation to what else is needed for volunteers and donations? Yeah. So short version, when Bishop Bob Lombardo got here in 2005, he was given the former buildings of the Our Lady, Our Lady of the Angels Parish, all of which were unlivable and unusable. We've been slowly renovating each building on campus for the past 15 years. We are renovating the last building on the campus right now. We are renovating the former Our Lady of Angels School, which was the site of the 1958 school fire that killed 92 kids and three sisters. We're renovating the building that was rebuilt on the location in 1960 to be our new outreach center to the neighborhood. In great news, we are almost done. Thanks be to God, after many several years of renovations that has dragged on for quite a while. The first floor of the building is our new food pantry, new dining room, chapel, kitchen. Uh, the third floor of the building is our new 57 bedroom retreat and volunteer housing complex, which is very exciting for all of you who want to go on to some retreats and come here to volunteer uh, in a residential way, come stay overnight. The second floor is going to be our new social service outreach space where we're going to be able to have counseling and other social services as well as places to have classrooms for kids as classrooms for adults. Uh, as well as some place for the people that are on retreat to hang out while they're here and some other multi-purpose space. Uh, we uh, just have just completed, the, almost completed the third floor and we're looking for help, financial assistance to complete the second floor of the building. That's wonderful. So um, at, at this point, um, when people are, uh, want, when, when we're saying volunteering, you do, I think, Maybe I'm misunderstanding this. I think you have two tiers of volunteers or whatever's needed. So, of course, donation is needed. But in terms of like week by week volunteering, um, can you also tell us about that? We need help every Monday, Tuesday, and Saturday, okay. and sometimes other days of the week. Um, anyone is welcome to email me at 
olamission at gmail.com to volunteer at any time. olamission at gmail.com. We'd be super grateful to get you signed up to help with the pantry, which is Monday and Tuesday. And then also Saturday is mostly renovation work um, or a food another food pantry. Uh, if anyone has any particular skill sets that they'd like to share with us revolving con around construction, uh, we may still have capacity to utilize those skill sets in a positive way. Um, mm -hmm. But we need a lot of help with some bulk manual labor, such as moving stuff aground and throwing things in dumpsters. So if you're strong and you don't want to pay to go to a gym, Come here instead, please. Love I love you. that. I love that. Uh, you're so funny. You know, what I forgot to ask you is in terms of like the the next uh, Chicago Marathon for 2022, which you just don't even get because you said October 10, 2021 is the marathon. So does that mm -hmm. mean when people sign up the next day, don't you get I mean, aren't you supposed to rest at least one day to recover from? From most this year's? charity coordinators don't run the marathon. I am an exception. So mm -hmm. uh, most charity coordinators are not rolling out of bed after running a marathon <laughs> trying to open their own registration. So that's fine. I'm fine with that at this point. I've been doing it for a while. So um, at this point, um, kind of just you just kind of suffer through it and survive. Yeah. But it's uh, it's all good. We'd love for, I'd love for you to join up, join the team the day after the marathon. I would love for you to sign up on October 11th. I would be so grateful, actually. So, May, can we just do it virtually? <laughs> no, uh, I'll 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 send my uh, avatar. How's that? Um, actually, sister, you can. We are very likely. It's not official yet. Hosting what we're calling a Lenten Ironman in Lent 2022, where you have the capacity to either complete and complete Ironman over the course of Lent, which is 40 days, which is a completely virtual event, or you could do the spiritual Ironman, which is going to require various masses and holy hours and various things of the same. All right. So maybe that one. Everyone's welcome <laughs> to that. That's wonderful. Listen, I can't, you know, it, it's always unbelievable to me, especially, you know, talking to you. you. You told me you have a lot of information. I could ask you, like, more questions, even more questions, but I think we only have two minutes left. Is there anything we even we didn't even talk about like you know how can you know if, if discerners want to join you I think we do have um, the yes, at least just we want all of you yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> just just uh, uh, go to their website and we do have that after the show so uh, but for those who are listening and may not be able to join us uh, on YouTube then can you just tell us what would be the best way to contact a sister Alicia to, you know, if you're a discerner and you are interested in joining. Yeah, um, it's easiest to actually just type in Franciscans of the Eucharist of Chicago into Google, and then we come up with the first hit. Okay. Uh, that's the easiest way to get to our website. Mm -hmm. um, and then Mission Mission of Our Lady of the Angels, if you type that into Google, we come up, you can email me, and I'll get you to Sister Alicia. All those methods are great ways to contact us. Right. Um, to uh, if you if you like to contact for, for any reason, either volunteering or discerning or whatever or donating or any any other reason you'd like to contact us. Okay, and then I think just to just to end, and um, I think we we have just one minute left, right, uh, Mike? I just wanted to thank uh, Mike and Javier, and of course Radio TV. Uh, the crew is always you know the best. I mean, as you can see, uh, we're we're getting better and better. Just a quick blessing, probably, um, Sister Stephanie. A quick closing prayer, right? Right now if you would i know i'm sure. putting in your spot no that's fine maybe the father and the son and the holy spirit amen dear jesus thank you for this opportunity to see the ways that you've worked in our lives 
help us to always glorify you in all that we do, um, all of our work and in, in our vocations. We pray for all those who are discerning right now that they may follow your will and to live close to your heart. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And um, thank you again for joining me um, out of the I I just feel like after this, I'm probably going to need to take a rest. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm not a runner like you, but uh, I I do um, want to make sure that people understand that this community right now is really at the heart of um, that if, if you want to help um, and work with the poor, this is the community to go to and, and find that um, opportunity. Thank you so much and blessings to all. Um, hopefully people will uh, come back and listen to us again or watch us on YouTube uh, on the next Thursday, first Thursday of the month. to fall.